This episode is presented by Comics and Gaming Magazine, found at cgmagazine.ca. Throughout the ages, there have been heroes and warriors who have embarked on quests to save faraway lands and free the people from would-be conquerors with dice and not a lot of common sense in various role-playing games. Today, legends are told from the tales of our terrible warriors, an unlikely group of nerdy adventurers armed with some pretty stupid ideas and a horseshoe up their butts as they come together to save the day in These Warriors Are Terrible. Seriously, these are the guys we're going to go with? And welcome to These Warriors Are Terrible! It's the month of May, and for the very first time, a huge, terrible warrior first! We are returning to an already established game and doing a sequel, sequel, sequel. We are returning to the world of Pokemon. It's our most popular game we've ever done on the podcast. I'm Justin Eacock. I will be playing the role of Professor Oak, the real Professor Oak. And we have our trainers, and we have our game master, Julian, who's going to be running the game. Hello, Julian! Hello, everybody. So, how great was the last Pokemon game? I think it was pretty fucking great. And like, what? we learned the true meaning of Weedle. Oh, no. <laughs> open up sealed wounds. Oh, we and with that, we should introduce our now mournful forget. trainers. From <laughs> right to left, we start with the leader of the last campaign. Oh my goodness, that's me? Yeah, that was you. Oh my goodness, yeah. You stepped up. Maybe. I didn't grow up a little too fast. I am Cassie Casabella Choo Choo. Dressed in a Snorlax outfit. Well, yeah. You did. It's the theater of the mind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm posting it to Facebook. There will be photos. There will be photos. (laughs) And right beside Cassie. Uh, Ori Falconer, also known as Mega Drive from the Blast Processors. And you were the group troubadour last time. You were trying to perfect the perfect Pokemon. I was trying to compile as many names of Pokemon and see if I could rhyme them in the ultimate polka rap. Yes. yes. So, so the and journey in my is, And all I got out of that was that I was lit on fire. So, <laughs> and so Cassie and Ori are the only original trainers from the last campaign oh, but joining the group for the first time on Pokemon but for the second time on the Terrible Warriors and the third time actually for third time for, for me yes, yeah. yes. welcome on. <laughs> introduce yourself to the group hi I'm Shane <laughs> hi Shane hi. you yeah. might remember Shane from Monster Hearts with his dear dark diary oh I want a dear dark Pokedex uh, yes. Christian Alucard <laughs> Christ yeah. and you might remember Bree from the internet oh, as well from as from uh, <laughs> from our Call of Cthulhu series and from Monster Hearts and now you're here to join yes. up with Pokemon this will be very wonderful. And in the theater of my mind, I'm dressed as a Charmander. So, the reason we're doing Pokemon is, uh, if you're unaware, it was our most popular game we've ever done on Terrible Warriors, with most of the campaigns combined weren't reaching just how many people have listened to this game. So we're giving it back in the month of May, and we're playing Pokemon again because we have to see what happens to the Rocket Resistance. Yeah. So, Julian, give us a little clip of... What happened last time? What are the world? What is this world of Pokemon? Because it's not the one from the video games or the cartoons. Previously on Pokemon Rocket Resistance, um, yeah, this is a darker world. Um, kind of, I took some inspiration from the the Pokemon manga, which is uh, a little bit of a 
darker setting as well. Um, this is, it takes place in Kanto, but not the Kanto that you guys know from the games. It's geographically set up the same, the same characters around, but things are a lot heavier. Um, right now, Team Rocket, led by Giovanni, has established a stronghold uh, and has moved in and occupied cities in Kanto and has divided the populace into kind of pro-rocket or anti-rocket resistance pockets. They've managed to subdue the vast majority of the island, uh, including stretches of Johto as well, but um, we're not really delving too much into that. Um, and it's it's been a bit of a, a tough time for the people, and we're now probably about 12 months into the occupation, our previous campaign taking place about two and a half to three months ago. Um, since then, our trainers managed to foil Giovanni and set him back a little bit at the power plant uh, and take control of a legendary Pokemon, um, the Zapdos that they had been torturing and trying to extract for their genetic manipulation experiments and trying to fuse bits um, of Pokemon. Yeah, through the advice of Brock, who had joined them, uh, Ori was able to reach out and befriend the Zapdos, and he allowed him to be captured. Right, that's how it worked out. Okay. With, was, a, with a, you know, with a wee bit of retconning there. Okay, yeah. it, was, it, was, it, was, it was Shane, sure, but uh, it was Ori now. I mean, and, if you're going to yeah, give me a Zapdos, I'm not arguing. <laughs> um, I did that, yes. And, and in this world, Pokemon that are wild will attack you. In this world, trainers is, that are wild will attack Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is Pokemon abuse, and, and Team Rocket is flagrant with it. They've, they've beaten most of their Pokemon into submission. Um, there are guns. This is a world where you can be shot, and you have to worry about, you know, taking ballistics damage on top of whatever your Pokemon's going to do. There's no, there's no rules. There's no real honor in this world. The, the whole vestiges of the Elite Four, I mean, Giovanni just can't storm in with an army, and deemed himself to be the Pokemon champion. So this sounds super awesome, and if you're listening right now and you're thinking, I need to catch up on this, it is still available on Terrible Warriors. Just go back into the campaign section, have a listen, catch yourself up. We're not going anywhere, and then you can hit play again. Yeah. And we're just going to jump right into this. Julian, we're back into Pokemon. situated in the depths of the Pokemon Kanto Resistance. You guys are all, you've been for the past two months, um, specifically to Ty and... Character name, I forget. Lily. Lily. Damn, so close. <laughs> uh, Ty and Lily, you guys have been taken under Oak's wing, especially after the, the first campaign and the, the encounter that you previously had with Rocket. You've earned your way very deeply into his trust, and uh, he has withdrawn quite a bit from the Resistance. Previously, Oak was the one leading the entire rebellion and, and trying to get as many trainers as possible, but after being betrayed by Gary, um, he he's gotten very distant, and he's, you know, a lot less inclined to take control, so that's kind of fallen onto you guys. Bree and Shane, so... Can we introduce your characters quickly so I can remember to... For sure. Alright, so my character is uh, Nikki Patches. She's probably about 13. She likes to say she's older. Um, and she also chain smokes cigarettes, which she lights off of her Vulpix. <laughs> and then puts out on her Geodude. The Geodude's <laughs> name is Ashtray, okay? <laughs> uh, my, name's it, my, my name is James Jesse Jameson Jr., the fourth. <laughs> 
We have a we have a running gag going on. <laughs> it's the easiest way to make names is and all like that. Uh, I'm 14. I'm a boy, and I have a weird affixation with ghost Pokemon. Excellent. Yeah. So okay, so James and Nikki, you guys were um, residents of Cerulean City when Rocket stormed and basically held uh, a 15 day long urban guerrilla strike back and forth with the people of Cerulean. They, they really tried to give a good fight, but in the end, Rocket basically managed to claim three quarters of the city. So Nikki, what happened to your parents when this happened? Have you ever seen someone get hit by an onyx? Actually, well, we have. Uh, well, <laughs> about <Actually>. that. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. A crushing blow. So you guys Stone basically, cold. given very oh, little option, um, decided to forsake your li- your normal lives and join the resistance in an attempt to get your home back. Um, so you guys are currently based out of the power plant where um, our previous heroes had managed to liberate from from Rocket's control. So you guys are lucky enough that you have control of a strategic point uh, on all of Kanto. So from there, um, you guys are free to mill about. You're trying to gather your things, and all you know is that Professor Oak, for the first time in weeks, has requested to see the four of you and a few other resistance higher-ups as well, people who've been training for a bit. We should get going. <laughs> Great enthusiasm. Who's, who's, right. Wait, so so who's who's are we all are we all convened? Are we together? Have we met already? You all all you guys are you guys are milling around the power plant. Mm-hmm. Um, you two know each other obviously very well. Yep. You yes. guys maybe have met these two in passing, but um, you've all independently received a summons. So before mm-hmm. you go meet with Oak, if there's anything you want to do, mm-hmm. stock up on provisions quickly. Just tell me now's the time, and then we'll get moving on. But when, mm-hmm. are our Pokemon like in the Pokeballs, or we have like the like Pikachu thing where like, they like follows around? Yeah, like, Pokemon or... in this world, um, you've gained their trust. The ones that you have are are trusted Pokemon. Um, they mill about freely, and there's no worry of them going wild or running off. They're very loyal to you. Um, these are Pokemon that you've had for quite a while now. You guys started, you know, in Cerulean, a big city. Um, there were a lot of opportunities to learn about training and get involved. Unlike um, Pallet Town, where the only opportunity is to work with Oak, and he's a bit of a crackpot. He's a little crazy. <laughs> <Let's just be laughs> yeah, using Pokeballs works more like kenneling uh, an animal. That there is a place where they're comfortable and they're safe. It works for traveling, but while you're just hanging around, you can just let them move around freely. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, well, I'm assuming that I know Nikki, Nikki knows me, because we're both from the same city, and, mm-hmm. you know, somewhat. So me and my uh, ghastly ghost slick are just going to talk to Nikki about how her parents got horribly murdered. What? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an awful idea. That's all I know about you. Your parents are crushed. <laughs> Do you want a cigarette? No. All right, then. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> Uh, it might be wise for us to gather provisions and uh, then wander off to see. Wander's a bad word. Uh, <laughs> go and see Professor Oak. Yeah. Um, okay. So, what kind of provisions are around? Do these are just we're just still in the power plant. You've got standard provisions, pokeballs. Um, you've got rations, um, occasional, but some sidearms. 
Okay. Things that are like basically things that you would see in resistance, like bedrolls, kits, mm-hmm. things like that. So take whatever you want to take, um, and then. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've definitely seen uh, what Oak has had in store for us before, so I'm going to pick up a sidearm immediately. Very <laughs> astute. <laughs> I, I will also Wait, pick up. A I, yeah, I kind of notion to everybody else to uh, to do the same. Mm-hmm. Um. Are you taking a bat? Yeah, something blunt <laughs> is what my sheet says. I got something short. <laughs> something well, short. It's uh, a midget. <laughs> I, I'm wielding a midget. There you go. There are combat knives, um, things like um, blackjacks for blunt instruments, things like that. Like It's just it's typical guerrilla warfare objects. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, cool. Okay, so you, you hear a page over the uh, rudimentary PA system that they rigged back together um, post the horrifying explosion in the power plant. They kind of had to makeshift all the equipment back together mm-hmm. and uh, paging you to Professor Oak's office on the second level. Excellent. Is this thing on? Hello? We just got this going after the horrible explosions thanks to our intrepid trainers who are now going to come to my office on the second level. Thank you. <laughs> wow. I like that he's become more succinct. <laughs> more succinct? <laughs> Oh yeah, you guys are new to this. I think he spent like an hour writing that down. He read it from a teleprompter. He wanted to make sure he sounded like he knew what he was talking about before he ummed and awed into the microphone. Wait, he's the leader of the resistance? Yes. Yes. (laughs) The intercom turns back on. Yes, yes, this is your leader of the resistance. Carry on. <laughs> How can he hear you? <laughs> yeah, that's one thing. Uh, one thing you guys are going to need to know about the professor if you're going to be joining us. Uh, he's definitely to be respected. He's the head of our resistance, but uh, he's uh, he's he's getting he's you know he's going into old age a little bit, and uh, just uh, just tell him tell him what gender you are as soon as you meet him. <laughs> He gets confused about that very easily. <laughs> I am undecided. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, let's go meet him, All right. I guess. So, you guys convene um, in, you know, the, basically the layout of the power plant, it's a three-floor structure. Um, it's got basically a, what are like, cool would be the equivalent of indoor co- interior cooling towers, basically giant conductive capacitors, and it's meant to be powered uh, by electric Pokemon, and it's meant to be a voluntary, consensual thing. Um, but and it's currently being powered by you know some Raichus and some Jolteons, just kind of ragtag uh, electric Pokemon that they have. Um, people have volunteered from their the own shackles collection. are still hanging from the walls. Yeah, right? of where of where the and, and the obvious large gap of where the Zapdos had been left in the central column, providing kind of a massive power source. Mm-hmm. Um, the there's an elevator leading up between the three shafts, as well as some stairs that kind of curl upwards to the second floor. And mm-hmm. Oak's office is dead in the center. Um, you guys walk up the stairs, and you're presented in front of a fairly normal-looking set of double doors. Um, just kind of typical industrial thick metal. Mm-hmm. And uh, they so seem to be unlocked and just ready to be pushed open. All right. So should, should we should we knock? Me. Yeah. I think it's a it's 
Uh, it's a big power plane. We might as well just like approach uh, the room and just kind of enter. Does he wear pants when he's in the rooms? You know what? I'm we, just gonna. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna assume yes. There's so many wood jokes. You knock. <laughs> your knock on the door is answered by a yell from inside. Yeah! <laughs> okay. Uh, we should. Let's go! <laughs> just kick the doors in. Just... Just, let's just go in. Let's just humor him. You walk into the room and see Professor Oak staring intently at some kind of portable video game system in which he's playing. <laughs> God damn it! Come on! Why isn't there a double jump? There should be a double jump! Doesn't make any sense. Oh! It's you! Hello! <laughs> Welcome! Alright, so I need you to take out the trash and mop down these floors, and there's all this rocket and red all over the place. We need to redecorate. Uh, Professor, I believe there might be some more pressing matters at hand than redecorating. There is nothing more pressing than feeling comfortable in your new home! Can I, I need to make this place look good for Nurse Joy. Can I, can I roll charisma to get them to paint uh. the walls? <laughs> You'll just huckleberry fin them in the game. Tom Sawyer. I rolled 18. Wow. A bunch of like scientists from behind you like come running in with buckets of blue and just start painting the walls. Um, as you guys are basically putting up with Oak's craziness <laughs> and conversing with him, the um, there's a basically a large comms monitor behind Oak. Uh, he's been basically using that to give orders for the resistance across the the entire island. And is uh, there a current like four way Skype chat happening right now that he's just forgotten about? No, we're all just staring at him, waiting for it to go back. No, it was it was just stark black. Um, and very quickly you get a. Ring, 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 phone call, phone call. <laughs> One more level! I'll get it in a second! One more level! Phone call. Phone no! Call. Is there a pause on this? And he just hands it to you, uh, Cassie. So I, so I take it. Lily has a 3DS now. <laughs> and, I, and I go stumbling I around to the, the desk and I <laughs> Where's the answer button? Ring, ring, ring. I don't know how to answer these ring, things! Ring, ring. Is there a button that just says answer? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like a giant green button. <laughs> Um, the thing starts trying to come in, but it's a scrambled signal. So the basically the the visual comes in and just starts cutting out a little bit. You make out the f- basically rough silhouette of a um, you know middle aged gentleman, and all you hear is something along the lines of kind of oak oak. This is elm, and then um image starts to kind of form a bit better. It's scrambled. It's noisy until you hear. Professor Oak, this is Elm. But Oak yes, is a little but too- Professor, are you a boy or a girl? Oh, uh, here we oh, go. God. We don't have time. Um, you guys have heard of Professor Elm. He's uh, another one of the more noted Pokemon research professors, mm-hmm. um, and he's he's based out of the Johto region, just kind of adjacent to where you are in Kanto. Something uh, <laughs> seems a little little odd about him, though. He looks to be probably about 30 years older than he should be. Um, now, it could be that the Resistance has aged him terribly, but this is someone who is probably in his 60s when he should be in his late 30s, um, and or mid to late 30s. And it just seems a little off. And he seems a little panicked. He said, Oak, listen to me. I don't have time for your stupid bullshit. <laughs> I like this one. There has been a horrible tragedy, and it starts like kind of cutting and 
jolting around. Um, Rocket. Rocket has taken control of the... And it just cuts out. Well, that's ominous. (laughs) (laughs) I guess the only answer to figure out what to do with this ominous message from a colleague of mine who is no doubt in a life-threatening situation is to send some children. (laughs) Good thing you're here. Tell you what, save the trash till later. We have more pressing business. Hmm. Now, now you're new. He looks over at Nikki and and James. Have you filled out your waiver forms? Uh, Yeah, I have have this one right here. It's just a standard non-disclosure will life form there for if anything horrible might happen. I'll just put this over here and we'll be fine. (laughs) Off you go! Note that Professor Oak has slipped it into the trash Um, (laughs) Professor... Oh, sorry. So all your Pokedexes are equipped with a um, communications device that's linked directly to Oak and his computer terminal. So that I can reach you at any time. Can that's you see exactly. us at any time? Oh, good. <laughs> uh, and all of you, all of your Pokedexes, including the professors, go off with a high importance message. And the message itself is from an unknown source, but it identifies itself as being from Elm, and it is a message that kind of reads to this effect. Uh, if you are receiving this transmission, um, something horrible has happened to me. Um, I've likely attempted to contact you, but I've been cut off by Rocket. Um, at this point, in an emergency situation, you are to um, head to uh, Mount Moon to find our secret, basically. He has set himself up a research station and a bit of a provision station to basically pull himself away from the chaos. Um, he was He's left you provisions, and he's left you information as to what has happened to him in that. And so, and that's all the note contains. Come for more information. I have something of vital importance to the Resistance. Well, this sounds serious. Have yeah. <laughs> fun, <Yeah>. everybody! <laughs> Okay, so we're we. we I go. I would, but I just I got the the painting, and I got dinner tonight, and uh, you know I gotta still bury my grandson, which you're kind of responsible for his death. Hey, wh- uh, whoa! Hey, wait a second. We uh, saw it happen. We're not responsible. Gary was a traitor. All I saw was the security footage that everyone else has seen, which showed... Cassie, what was your character's name? Lily. Lily, <laughs> holding up a gun, a lot of static, and then a dead body in a room. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not here to join point fingers and come to conclusions, but I hope you all go and have a horrible grisly yeah. death in the name of my grandson. I kind of just grumble at the, the mention of Gary and... <laughs> Uh, decide to decide to start uh, gathering my things, uh, Professor. Is there anything else you can tell us about? Uh, we're bo- we seem to all be familiar with uh, Professor Elm, but I'm not entirely sure. Like what kind of things he was working on? If if he's been compromised by Team Rocket, what does that what does that mean potentially? It means I'm probably not going to get another delivery of pickles in a while, which is really going to hamper my dinner plans for the next month until I can find alternate arrangements. Right, I forgot. You're crazy. Um, <laughs> you forgot. Yeah. I look at I look at the other two. Sorry, what are, what are your characters' names again? Uh, Nikki. And James. Nikki and James. Um, what's... I'm not entirely familiar with your setups. What kind of Pokemon do you have? What... I'm trying to think strategically uh, what I should know about our team going forward. Is it too late for us to back out? Uh, 
Typically, yes. Okay. <laughs> I already filled out the form. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, this does give uh, legal control to Professor Oak, so you might as well just come with us. Oh, uh, he speaks the truth. <laughs> and besides, we're probably safer in higher numbers as well, so it'd probably be best for us to, you know, have as many companions as possible. Yeah, it is not safe uh, to just walk around out there. No, it's incredibly dangerous, and if you go out by yourself, you'll most likely die. Make sure to stay out of the tall grass and fill out your Pokédex so that one day we can have a complete understanding of this wonderful world of Pokémon. <laughs> Priorities as straight as ever. So you guys all have access to a map on your devices as well um, of the region. Oh, intense. Yeah, you. uh, Your route to Mount Moon, um, the most direct route, will take you through Cerulean City, or you take some of the northern routes. Cerulean City! That's where you're from. You can go and say hi to your folks. You're dead. About that. Sure. (laughs) Well, that's awkward. Anyway, it's a Pokemon, yeah. Uh, Nikki? (laughs) Um, I have a Vulpix and a Geodude, and I would like to not go back through Cerulean City if that's possible. I don't know if you've been. It's not possible. You're going to have to go that way. I don't know if you've been recently. Is there there any other (laughs) way to Mount Moon? Uh, um, so, Mount Moon's over there. Oh, okay. There I'm looking at the yonder, 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 So we yonder. are. So we are in. What's what city are we in you're, right now? You're in the power plant. Power plants. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there? Do, do you guys have any? You guys don't have anything that could just uh, fly us there, or I have a, I have a, 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 a Spearow, but it's not. You know, it's like four pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Does Professor Oak have any way to help them with a faster travel? Um. He can give you. He can give you all bicycles. <gasps> um, but he then walks over to the back of the professor. What about this? And he picks up a blanket and lifts it off. And there's all like Team Rocket bicycles. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All branded. Like those little, uh, with a little streamers. With, with little streamers. Yes. <laughs> and they got like the, the back wheel is covered with like like uh, cardboard covers that have like an R that holds itself so it doesn't spin around while the rest of the, the spinners. He's got spinners on the back wheel for R's. That, gets, that gives me a bit of an idea actually because if they're if they're Rocket branded, that could get us. Uh, through some areas without any questions. No, there's no way that's gonna work because I've already clearly repainted these things blue. Of course you have. Oh. <laughs> and paint. Thanks, Professor. Paint? I needed swatches for the wall, so I was using bicycle swatches. They're each a slightly different shade of blue, <laughs> and he was like lifting them up and trying them out. Ah, that's not gonna work. Is it turquoise? Is it safe to assume that paint is like really rare in this world, and that we can't just get red paint again? Oh, well, red paint has been embargoed by the rocket. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pro- Professor, imposters. couldn't you have just used pieces of cardboard as swatches? You know, that's a really interesting idea, Lily. There's a reason why I have made you the leader of the resistance for this outgoing troop. So, go forth, Team Zed, and don't worry about what happened to the other letters. <laughs> <laughs> What's gonna happen if we all die? He runs out of letters. Team, <laughs> team hashtag. I really have ideas about what happens next. So it's all up to you guys. You really have to get to Mount Moon right away, or people are probably 
probably going to wonder why they're putting all their trust into me. All right, well, I think I'm starting to lose brain cells from being around him for too long. We should let's, go. Let's just take bikes and go. Yeah, that's, that sounds like a good idea. I need to smoke after this. Okay. Um, already have, we already have basically all of our Pokemon out, uh, so I suggest if you have a Spearow, I also have a Pidgeotto named Harvey Birdman, um, and we can use those as aerial scouts with us. Uh, I also have a Ghastly. Ooh, Ghastly. That's scary. You can scare Team Rock. Excellent. I kind of make a mental note of, uh, of those things. Is and, Ghastly uh, out right now? Ghastly's out right now. Ah! Basically, no! And he jumps under his desk. He, he jumps, he jumps I, under his desk. He like dives. <laughs> I, make, I make a kind of silent motion with my with my hand to just kind of leave the professor alone. And, Versus uh, a loud motion with your hand. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just don't say that out loud for his Well, safety. in an anime, yeah. a loud motion with the hand will go like whoosh. whoosh. <laughs> There's no whooshings. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, whooshless. Uh, Cassie, in your possession mm-hmm. is a 3DS. A 3DS. Oh, yeah, you didn't get that back. What game is he playing? He's playing, obviously, Animon. He was playing Animon. Well, no, he was playing the weird new platformer spinoff of Animon, which is kind of weird. It's all side scrolling now. And people are just really hoping that it'll return back to, you know, proper when they do Link to the Past of Animon. You know, as much as. As much as I uh, always hated uh, Hero talking about Animon, I really liked that one where you just take pictures. That yeah, was great. That was fun. That yeah, was yeah. Any snap. Any yeah, snap. Yeah, that was great. That was great. But um, yeah. in my possession, where, where in, possession you... in addition to the, the the Pokeballs containing your Pokemon is the Master Ball that was used uh, to catch the Zapdos. All right. Um, it is not a Pokemon in your possession in that it gave itself willingly to your cause, mm-hmm. but. Um, it has no, sh- not shown any sign of being obedient or being under your control. Um, you can unleash it, but you have no idea how it will respond in a situation. You have a Hulk, and it shoots lightning. <laughs> lightning Hulk. Okay, Great. then. That's so it just becomes like a giant hazard to everyone. It Well, you don't know. It is, we it, have it, no it's idea. Possession. It actually, so it hasn't been freed since... The moment it was put into the everyone's ball. terrified. Mm. Yeah, no one has has any idea what its capability is. Um, the professor had never seen a legendary before. No one had. Um, this is something that, and he's the foremost knowledge of Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, this is an unknown, an unknown how about to that to you guys? So there's that. Um, so yeah, so you guys have your bikes. Uh, you're ready to go whenever. There's no reinforcements. It is just you four. Uh, he doesn't send out large groups anymore because the larger the groups, the more likely they are to uh, be mass slaughtered. Or uh, if there is a mole, large groups can be turned and the resistance suffers. So is there, is there, there will be no backup. If anything happens, you are it. And In as fact, as, as you're heading out, you can already see like uh, some of the, uh, the the utility workers at the power station already digging like some graves. Oh for, man, for come the on! Previous scouts of the night before, yeah. and uh, uh, and there's some Pokemon being thrown onto like a uh, uh, T1. Uh, a little uh, <laughs> uh, pyre, you know, to be uh, burnt. A little mass grave of it's yeah. just it's been it's been a rough couple of months since uh, how long has it been since the last uh, two and a half months? Been two and a half mm-hmm. months of just bloodshed. And you. Uh, Team Rocket has not abated. They have doubled down in all the strongholds that they have established. Um, 
because of what happened at the power plant. And they, Curfew has now been implemented everywhere. Yeah, it is madness on the streets. Um, and and they If they had a Sector order. 7 to drop, they would have dropped it by now. Yeah. <laughs> I get yeah. that reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Yeah. Uh, let's get going. Mm-hmm. So where, where were you heading off to? Um, I guess. Well, yeah. I, I, oh, sorry. <laughs> Like, I actually couldn't find where the power plant is on this thing. Power, power right. plant's right there. Oh, so we got so a long go way to go. around and then through the city. Is it possible to go around the rock tunnel, or do we have to go through that? You have to go through the rock tunnel. Okay, so that would put yeah. us on a Route 9, and then we're, that basically through Cerulean City. Yeah. Um, and you're going to have to pass through rocket checkpoints along the way. They've established road blockades and checkpoints to prevent resistance members from crossing through. Okay. Sounds like... Oh good. Fun, so fun I, time. Yeah, I guess I guess we're just gonna have to deal with that tunnel. Yep. Let's go. <laughs> Hooray. So yeah. Has anyone gotten onto the bicycles yet? I'm getting right. I'm, okay, right I'm now. busy. Or, I am busy. The paint trying. is still wet and it, like, it's like it's hair all over your pants. <laughs> why? Why did you put paint <laughs> on the seats? That's my question. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so my ass is now blue. Yes. <laughs> I'm tying a string, like a rope, around my geodude so that I can roll it behind the bike. <laughs> it's too heavy to put on the bike. <laughs> what's, your geodude, what's your geodude up there? Geodude's name. Ashtray. You're not <laughs> So good. You could just put him in his Pokeball. Yeah, you yeah, but it's that. more fun to roll it behind the bike. If I see a Team Rocket member, I'm going to throw it. Yeah. <laughs> so, the the rock tunnel, luckily, um, so are you guys going through the rock tunnels that they decided? Yeah. It, it, it looks like it's going to yes. be the fastest way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the rock tunnel has been, uh, you guys know that this is an, an unwise decision because it has been fortified by the resistance leading up. It's your only uh, backing onto the power plant, so they've been basically claiming territory further down and setting up resistance blockades as well as setting up kind of um, secondary checkpoints and posts so that if Rocket were to even come and try to take back the territory, uh, they'd be able to notify the professor at any stage. Mm -hmm. So the vast majority of the rock tunnel has already been basically excavated and built out and in support and bolstered by the resistance. So you, you don't encounter much um, going through it. There aren't really any wild Pokemon here anymore. Um, there are dark tunnels and recesses that, you know, natural caverns and things that kind of branch off, but the, the part that is lit and has been established um, is just totally man-made and everything. You see basically workers and maintenance crew up and down the entire thing. Mm -hmm. um, there doesn't seem to be anything stopping you and you can basically make it through the rock tunnel all the way to the other side fairly unscathed. Awesome. Okay. Oh, was not That's expecting that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> the rock was like, oh, rock tunnel, I'm about to go through a Zubats. Yeah, I was just having like, it's like, please no Zubats, please just no like, Zubats. Just like Confused. 50 goddamn Zubats. <laughs> just all at the same time. Everyone hits themselves. Just, just a flock of Zubats. No, they, they brought in a, a bunch of Pokemon to deal with the Zubat problem. <laughs> oh no, that sounds really sad. Yeah. <laughs> the Eevees didn't go hungry that day. <laughs> um, so making it out of the rock tunnel, you basically get a slightly more direct access to Route 24, as opposed to having to go up 9 and bridge across, right? Mm -hmm. So um, Route 24, it's fairly forested. Um, it's full of, like, where it used to be, actually, quite an area full of wannabe trainers and people hanging out looking for um, just experience to get themselves leveled up enough that they could go battle in Cerulean or in Fuchsia um, or in Saffron rather um, 
but now it's pretty barren. There are occasional rocket patrols going around the roots, not a heavy base because they are fairly confident of the stronghold they have over Cerulean, but as you emerge into 24, you basically see an open clearing and not much else. Mm -hmm. um, you know that there will be patrols at some point, but you don't know the schedule. Okay. Okay. All right. So we should fucking book it. Probably just <laughs> press on. All right. Yeah, we should just move ahead. Stiff upper lip and all that. <laughs> what? What? Uh, wait, wait, wait! Can you keep, keep up to us? Because she's a chain smoker. Yeah. <laughs> Are we still yeah, also, also trailing a geo dude? I will be the last one. <laughs> You'll slow down. Yeah, by yeah. Your just progress. you know, if we run into any rockets, all you gotta do is just like ghost ride your bike into them. <laughs> yeah. That'll just plow we'll, we'll through. Put, them. We'll put the Vulpix on the handlebars, <laughs> doing a plan, doing an ember, and just, then the Geo dude behind, and everyone will be so confused that nothing will happen. This rocket like, grunt like just catches in the corner of his eye, a flaming bicycle going. <laughs> I what the riding a bike? <laughs> so as you guys are riding past, you notice um, in the clearing, again, wild Pokemon have been rarer and rarer sightings in these areas just because of the mass teams of rocket soldiers either capturing or exterminating Pokemon mm -hmm. and pulling them in. Um, so it's a rare sight, and you're a little surprised when you see uh, a Weedle and a Tangela um, just kind of hanging out over in the corner of the, uh, like, looking a little terrified, mm. but just kind of chilling together, looking just kind of inoffensive. Huh. Um, if any of you want to encounter I, it, you're welcome to. But I take offense to in inoffensivity. I will <laughs> capture them. <laughs> All right, what are you doing? Uh, wait. I throw Captain Groinbecker at them. You're throwing your... <laughs> Which is your spear. Oh, my spear. <laughs> you literally right. pick up your spear <laughs> and squash him. You have like when parents aren't in the picture in Cerulean City. Yeah. No! Two-hand toss. <laughs> the trainers just begin All right. teaching the Pokemon jump back. They're pretty terrified, and they're they're pushing back onto the offense. Um, you okay? You're situated on your bike. Uh, your Spiro is probably about twenty feet away because the thing weighs five pounds. Yeah, and uh, it's engaged with these Pokemon. It is out of direct command earshot oh, so shit. these Pokemon are going to make an offensive strike. They've now been kind of incensed and they're fighting together. Thanks. Your Pokédex start playing the music right now. Oak's voice. Oh my god, that would be amazing. What is your what is your regular evade, your speed? Your third your third evasion rather. My third one? Uh, well, my total is 11, but my, oh, my, uh, both? Is that the both stat, or is yeah, that the... Yeah, both stat. One. One? Yes. Okay. I get, I get rocked? Yeah. Um, oh, so, the Tangela basically rears back and exudes this kind of toxic-looking cloud. Uh, your spirit was poisoned. Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> and, uh, okay. Tangelas are the underappreciated, uh, Malboros. Pokemon world. <laughs> they are. <laughs> um, and... I actually really love Tangelas. <laughs> the Weedle rears back 
Oof. Oh. And uh, gives you a bug bite. So here's a question. Are any of my uh, brave companions deciding to help me out with my uh, misinformed uh, decision? It's really hard pulling oh, this the, geodude. I'm just, just plugging on. Oh, sorry. So the uh, the bug bite that's currently just like happening right now, like he's lunging? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's lunging right now. Okay, can I intervene with a quick attack is to your, save him? Is your Pokemon out? Oh, uh, I don't think my Jolteon is. I didn't say that. Your, so, your oh, my Pidgeotto is, but he, oh, he has quick attack. Throw your Pidgeotto. Yeah. Over so, him. yeah. <laughs> so I, so I motion my Pidgeotto to quick attack the uh, the Weedle before, uh, before it gets to Shane. Your Pidgeotto is twenty feet away, so he will make the quick attack, but not before the strike occurs. Okay. So, um, let's reroll that. Okay, so um, that is twenty damage against your hero. I twenty-four HP total on this thing. It okay, was, it was very effective. It was, it was very a, effective. It was a poor life choice. Uh, yeah. Okay, so can I like be like uh, Captain Grindbecker, please come back? No, it's it's now your turn. So you can you can withdraw him. Uh, it's your trainer turn. You can withdraw him or you can strike back. I'm okay. Withdraw and throw it a ghost like. Uh, yes, but you won't, like, they'll get a turn before your ghost uh, activates. You're allowed to, he's allowed to attack. What level are these Pokemon? Do I, I, can't, I can't tell. Oh, can no. you, yeah, you, they're you, wild. You can use your Pokedex as a free action to identify Four. them. Alright. But all you get is Weedle, a bug-type Pokemon. <laughs> Some random Pokemon. You hear, you hear so. Professor Oak's voice goes on. <laughs> oh, God. The horn on its head, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. It is known for its heroic sacrifices. It does know that this appears to be an especially tough Weedle, um, and then it does the same for Tangela. I call back Captain Groinbecker. <laughs> I throw Ghost Lick. Alright, the uh, you withdraw Captain Groinpecker, Ghostlick <laughs> comes out in front of you, uh, and these Pokemon that are now absolutely incensed are charging uh, at the group. So, you've got two wild Pokemon coming at you, I would recommend in the time that you have, you have free action time to draw out your Pokemon. And yeah. So we got your your, your birds out, right? My, yeah, so Pidgeotto's out right now, He's and I can, I can call out my Jolteon. We get multiple Pokemon at the same time? Yes, but you take big penalties to command. Okay. So, unless you have a dual wield Pokemon mm. stat feat, which they do exist. Picture you one hand, or right mm. you another. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, who has the highest decks here? Out of you guys. Um, mine. Me. What, what do you have out right now? What are you using? Player decks. Player decks. Just oh. Player, player decks. decks. Mm -hmm. Zero. No, you have ten. Oh. Yeah. Not, not that, your that's mod. your mod. Your mod. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah. Um, mine is fifteen. Uh, mine's twelve. Twelve. Okay, so um, Ty, you go first, and you get you get first command on here. So uh, rapping is a free action. Rapping <laughs> is a free action. <laughs> you uh, you basically get to command. Your, like as a trainer, you can move uh, as part of your turn. You can command your Pokemon, uh, or you can use an item, or like basically anything that you would do in the actual game. You can do as a as one action. You get that action as well as a move. Okay. Um, I think, okay, so I said both of them are out, but I'm going to just focus on my uh, Pidgeotto right now, because um, he's already in the thick of things. 
Um, how are the? Oh, oh, I need to calculate the quick attack. Sorry, you, you, you called. Yes, the yeah, that, that happened. Um, what's the AC on that move? Um, the AC is uh, two. Okay, and no, it hits. Sweet. And what's your damage? Uh, it's uh, actually roll damage. Yeah, twenty twelve. Which one's the twelve? This one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Twelve sided. Um, twelve plus six. Sweet. Uh, that's Dang. 17. Um, and that's to the tank, to the weedle. Uh, yes. 17. So, that didn't interrupt his attack, though. Even though it was no, a big attack. No, Because you were too far away. Oh, okay. Yeah. Alright, it, it, it is hit, and it's taken aback. Like, it basically reels backwards a little bit, um, but is still kind of Going unhappy. Ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so now it's your first turn to command. Oh, so, oh, sweet. That was from last turn. Right. Um, so how are the, before I, I make this decision, how are the Tangela and Weedle situated from each other? Are they they're in any kind of formation? They're side by side. They're just, they're basically flanking one another. Okay. Could I, uh, motion my Pidgeotto to get into, uh, into position before he attacks? Yeah, you can give them a move before a command as well. And they can move, your Pokemon can move up to their speed value, uh, in meters, I believe, per, um, like, per command. So, so your Pidgeotto is going to be pretty fast. Okay. Um, so I'm going to take the opportunity to tell my Pidgeotto to like sidle over so that they're in like a straight line from him and then use Sand Attack. Okay. Because it's like a, a column attacking sort of thing. Yeah. So uh, roll, your, uh, roll a d20 to okay. get on your Sand Attack. And then... Uh, 12. What's the AC on that attack? Oh, um, it's 2 as well. And it's a special attack, right? It, it, it's a... It's a... Yeah, because... Yeah, okay. Um, e EOT, does that matter that, for this right that, now? That's every other turn. So oh, okay. Use every time. So it hits. Okay. Yeah, it does hit. And so that lowers their con their speed by... Uh, I have it written down that it does uh, accuracy plus one. It's accuracy yeah, plus it's one. Accuracy. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right, so that basically is increasing everyone else's to hits on them. Sweet. Sweet. Awesome. Very nice. Okay, so next highest uh, dex would be Nikki. Or no, or, it was, yeah, it was no, give it to Lily because yeah. I gotta. Yeah. Okay. I gotta untie my geodate. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. You're the greatest trainer. <laughs> I'm good at this. Shut up. Uh, so I'm going to uh, send out Tort, my War Turtle, and uh, <laughs> um, what do? Um. Let's go for a bite on the Tangela. Alrighty. Uh, roll for bite. Nom, nom, nom. Natural 20. Natural Ooh, 20. First one wow. of the game. Uh, so that flinches the target. Yep. Which is which is pretty pretty rad. Um, roll your damage. That is it. Where did it? Oh, there it is. Okay, hang on. Fifteen. Alrighty, okay. Do do do. So the uh, Tangela is basically reeling from that strike. Um, that was pretty, pretty powerful and kind of unexpected. Um, it thought it was kind of tougher than that. So um, these are pretty cocky Pokemon, which is. Uh, <laughs> They're, they're like basically. The, it's a personality type. They're, they're schoolyard bully Pokemon. There's like bad kids <laughs> hanging out in the forest. Those bastards. What's Caterpie? Give me your lunch, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone, Tangela. All right, and so it is flinched. 
All right, so next highest would then be Nikia. Nikia. Yes. Um, so... I can't get the Geodude untied fast enough, so we're just going to go with my Vulpix. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good knot, okay? <laughs> it, it, are his arms knotted, or did you knot him in No, I just, I just, like, put the rope, like, all the way around him so that I could roll him behind the bike. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, think, I think he's just a permanent, a permanent fixture doesn't, on the bike. Doesn't now. he float, though? He, he is they, kind of, they, kind of, they kind of bounce. They kind of like hop to like their destination. Yeah, they seem to like bounce I a think. little bit. It's actually, there's a mixed consensus on, on that. So as you were driving, it was just like boom, 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 boom. There's just like a crater. Yeah, they're, 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 they're like bicycle track and then like like bowling ball <laughs> <laughs> divots in the ground. He's just dude, sitting kind of like dude, arms dude, crossed dude, on you. Dude. Dude. So. I'm sitting, I'm sitting he's dexterous. Maybe he picks. can undo right. the knot himself. <laughs> yeah, he'll just, he'll just work on that by himself. <laughs> sitting at my bullpix, her, um, her name is Kerosene. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. <laughs> he's decent. Carrie for short. <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> um, I'm going to send her out. But how far will kind of tossing her in that general direction bring her to the Pokemon? Uh, you can if you throw the ball, you can. They, they're they're closing the gap now. They're basically like fifteen feet away. If you throw the ball, they'll, your Pokemon will be right into the fray. Okay, so let's do that, and then we'll start with a fire spin. All right. Oh god, now I can't remember which one's the D twelve. I'm a shame. That one. <laughs> Are you targeting the Weedle or the Tangela? That one's a... Uh, uh, the Tangela, because it's already... Okay. Yeah, that one's a 12. It's already having problems. It's a 6. It's a 6, uh, roll, so roll, it's... Roll, uh, roll your d20 to hit first. Oh, to hit first. Yeah. Okay. 11. 11. Alrighty. Uh, what's the AC on that? 2. Okay, that uh, hits. Or 4, sorry, but... Yeah, yeah okay, same so... deal. Even with the evasion, that still hits. Okay, cool. And um, then the. And you're using you're using fire spin, right? Yeah. Okay. So it was one d twelve plus six, so that's twelve. Um. Okay, you did twelve, and you don't forget to add your stab bonus because you're a fire type Pokemon using 14. fire move. Okay. So it's fourteen total. Yep. All right. And um, then fire spin also has an ability to trap it if it's not dead. Yes. Yeah. Mm. It's so. Um, Roll a d4 for me. Yeah. So it came up natural four. Okay, so, so it's that's... trapped for five turns. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Um, so basically, uh, what happens is uh, your Vulpix basically um, does this cool kind of like spin around, breathing, but like or like fire emitting attack <laughs> that envelops the Tangela and it kind of shrieks and reels and it's kind of wrapped in this pillar of flame or rope of flame um, and you uh, also at the beginning of your turn change mm-hmm. remember to take some uh, d4 poison damage I was going to ask uh, can I afford as a free action like use a potion on the Spearow uh, an antidote if you have one if I you stocked if you... up on all the things <laughs> uh, how, rare, how rare how rare antidote is going to be it, it's a full action so you, okay. you'll be using your player action to do that I'll, you're, you're do I, does the Pokemon still get a turn or is that the whole thing that's your whole thing 
Okay, but anyways, uh, Ghostly just came out, so I'm not sure where he can attack this turn anyways, can he? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. You called back, I mean, you called back your Spiro, so yeah. it doesn't take poison damage while in that Pokeball. Okay, so can, can I use you Ghost can, Lick, or is he just not doing anything this turn? No, you can, you can use Ghost Lick, yeah. Ghost Lick will use Lick on the Weedle, is it? Yeah. yeah, the Weedles. Yeah, the other one. so I'm saying Ghostly is on fire. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look the thing that's not on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, then we're, uh, roll a d20. Okay. I rolled an 18. Oh, wow. Okay. Natural? Yeah, natural. Yeah. Uh, and if I roll between 15 and 20, it's paralyzed. It paralyzes, yeah. Yeah. Alright. And then I get Man, one. you're fucking up these, uh, <laughs> these little woodland creatures. Uh, and my damage. You still want to capture them. Is four damage. Four damage? Yeah. Okay. I love the smell of napalm so, um, in the morning. <laughs> may I... May I make... I don't know if I can call it an observation, but... These two Pokemon were just chilling in the forest together, <laughs> visibly terrified, and are stronger than kind of regular, like, Weedle and Tangela, like, hanging out in the forest. What is the possibility that these are Pokemon that belong to trainers and are now visibly freaked out because their trainers are gone or died. Gotta catch them all! <laughs> that is actually a valid a good, Yeah, I didn't think of that. <laughs> 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 find your spine troopers. Um, okay, so the while you guys are waxing poetically, uh, <laughs> the Tangela can't attack because it's flinched, but it is also trapped. So <laughs> Poor Tangela, jeez. Uh, Where's my D12? Oh my fucking god. Uh, <laughs> the Tangle of Faints. Ah, oh, so oh, what a, what a catch there. From, uh, from oh, Fire no. Poor um, Tangle of Yeah, it, so it, the fire basically engulfs it and it falls. It is still, uh, there's no one to call it back. It is still on fire and it is now unconscious. Um, uh, should we do something rounds. about that? Um, the Weedle I do. I want to is pretty pissed. <laughs> and paralyzed. Uh, and it is paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Alright. Uh, okay. And yeah, and it's it's looking pretty horrified and, and the uh, thing is burning. So it's top of the round. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ty, you're, you're go. Okay. Um, question, did anyone uh, poke, uh, Pokedex the Tangela? Do we have the stats on that and know what it is? Uh, only the Weedle was, po- was Pokedexed. Ah. Yeah. It'd be weird to do that while he's basically dead. Um, <laughs> it's, of it's like taking turns um, on the road I, at that point. Just so, I think just so you know, I, I pretty much plan on gently putting the fire out, <laughs> picking up the Tangela, and bringing it to a Pokemon Center, the poor thing. Oh, that's that's so a good idea. I'm having dun, some dun, sort dun, of dun. Uh, like post-traumatic relapses from seeing this Weedle in pain. <laughs> <laughs> it's reminding me of... Uh, Two and a half months ago, back yeah. in the uh, <laughs> it was, it was the, the Tudor uh, City Gym. Yes, yeah. a flash of white light <laughs> and vaporized. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. Weedle! I'm going to attempt to capture the Weedle. Wait, serious question: Can we eat Pokemon? <laughs> uh, I assume we do. It's it's that is. <laughs> Very up for debate in the Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I think the it's very controversial. Is that everyone's a vegetarian. I Everyone just eat, has a yeah, yeah. I don't know something um, like that. So you, right. well, you want to try and catch the Weedle? Yes. Uh, what kind of ball are you using? Um, I think just standard Pokeballs. I all think right. that's all we really took. Take a, a D100. I think the consensus is D100. Uh, two D10s. No. Okay. It's uh, like no how I can't even Here. comprehend such a shape. Oh, there you go. And and just give it a roll. Even kale. 
sub number. What are you holding fucking ice cream? Yeah, you can't um, even have ice okay. cream. So, so that's a 67. 67? Yes. Okay. Uh, you throw the Pokeball, and... Uh, As a free action, I turn my hat backwards. You turn your hat backwards, <laughs> It envelops the Weedle, and it rocks. And it rocks. <laughs> forward on the table And right bursts now. open. Oh! oh close! Oh, damn it! And the Weedle is uh, looking much <laughs> more frustrated and terrified. I cocked my gun. Plan <laughs> B. You get in there! <laughs> and then I pull out my gun. <laughs> you remember Brock's lessons? Um, uh, so I'm trapped okay. in the Pokeball. It's on you. Um, okay, so I tell Tort to very gently use bubble on the flames. <laughs> right, and put out the Portangela. <laughs> roll roll to hit. Crits. This is four. What's the AC on Bubble? Two. Alright, you, you beat it because it gets no natural defenses because it's passed out. Um, roll damage on Bubble. You can't really <laughs> avoid that. You should have just rolled the Tangela on the ground and like patted it firmly. Yeah, stop, stop, and roll! <laughs> Damn it. Um, seven. Okay. I sure hope I didn't fucking kill the <laughs> Uh No, it doesn't look dead. It's still breathing. The flames are extinguished, however. So, uh, that's good. Uh, it's breathing slowly and is just completely unconscious. So, brought to you by PETA. Can I pick it up? Uh, if you arms? do, you'll provoke an attack opportunity from the Weedle. Fine. Okay? Alright, you pick up um, the Tangela and the Weedle moves to strike you. Uh, not is, your the, is the Weedle not paralyzed anymore? Does uh, it have to roll for I, I, I rolled for turns okay. par- paralyzed, Just so check. it's out. Yeah. So it. Um, uh, let's see what's it going to do to you. Alright, yeah, it, uh, it, it sees you. It sees that you're not necessarily going to make a threatening action. It doesn't know. Um, so it. tries to shoot you with a string shot and it misses you clear. Okay. And hits the Geodude. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, after, right after he untangles the, the, the rope, he's like, Ha, Geodude! Ha, <laughs> Geodude! Ah, dude! Flashbacks. Um, so, Nikki, it's your turn. Now, keep in mind that Lily is now in the fray. Oh, good. <laughs> Burn it all. <laughs> Burn all the things. Um, everything is... Um, well, since we're in the fray, we'll go for a quick attack on the Weedle. Since uh, that's a little less likely to burn all the things. Yeah, probably. It's generally a bad idea to burn your teammates on the first day. How to make friends and influence people. <laughs> That's why you look over to Nikki and she's reading how to make friends and influence like, people. Going like, sort of hidden behind her Pokedex, right? It's just like chapter five. Don't light them on fire. How to not light your friends on fire? Um, mm, I see. Yeah. So the it hits with the AC because it was a sixteen. AC is two. Yeah. And then the D twelve is four plus six. Uh, so that's ten. It is reeling. Uh, the Weedle is not looking terribly good. Um, it's looking pretty weakened. 
Sad Weedle. So it is your turn, James. James reaches into his bag and pulls out one of his balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now it's about the time of the place. Did you hear my mom's voice? I see you've reached out for one of your Pokeballs! Yes, yes, Professor. Uh, I throw a Pokeball. I tuned in just for this! Roll uh, 2d10. Yes, yes. Yes. Uh, Just in a row? That's percentile dice. Roll them both. Yeah. Uh, Shit. 29. Alright, so you pull your arm back, throw the Pokeball. It envelops the Weedle. Rocks. Down B. Down B. <laughs> Down B. And it rocks. Yikes. And it stays still. You have caught yourself a Weedle. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> 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 I'm gonna name it Money Shot. <laughs> money Shot? <laughs> you you've captured a level 15 Weedle. Whoa! Whoa! Level 15. You love lasting two more levels. Money it Shot. Becomes a Metapod and then probably. Like Beedrill, right? Freaking Beedrill. Uh, yeah, yeah. You you basically have. You basically a... have a Beedrill. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. This the next two levels are like level automatically. Like, no, it's well. so basically this is you don't know any more details than you have other yeah. than that it's a high level uh, Weedle, um, and for whatever reason it has chosen to not evolve, like you, or or its trainer has chosen to not you evolve. I will respect this choices <laughs> and just call it as it is. And, and like, you wouldn't be able to make it evolve if you wanted to. Like, there's no way okay. to force a Pokemon hmm. into evolution unless you can do it through chemical or electro means or like, you know, some kind of science. So wait, the fact that he was able to catch it, does that mean that it is no, it's not property of anybody? Finders keepers. Yeah. So if, okay. Interesting. I, I think it stops being a trainer's property when that trainer no longer exists. Yeah, it allows itself to be captured. To okay, that point, so right? we can consider it's been abandoned. Yeah, right. Okay. And in, in this world, it like it is not uncommon for someone to steal a Pokemon too. Like, oh, that's true. Yeah. So you pretty much um, did that. You have no idea. <laughs> you you uh, can just stuff it in a bag. But anyway, you got yourself you got yourself a Weedle, um, and now you've got an unconscious Tangela as well. So. You can put it into a Pokeball without any risk of rejection. Uh, however, it is, will be a disobedient Pokemon, and it's been captured against its will, so it'd be very, very useless. You can also just take it to a Pokemon Center, um, but that will mean stopping on your way. Couldn't you put it in the Pokeball to stabilize it so we can drop it off when it's not out of our way? You sure can. Yeah, we don't have time, so that's probably what I'll do. I'll just put it in a ball for now. You captured mm. a tangle. Yeah, you, <laughs> you captured a tangle. <laughs> it's kind of just like off key. Question marks. You learned that it was a level 16 tangle. Okay. Um, and basically, you guys, um, surprising, so I'm assuming you continue along your way. Yep. Yes. Alright, come on, Geo, dude. Let's go. Straight shot it in. I don't know what I'm going to do. Very surprisingly, you guys actually make it all the way around the various routes um, to the outskirts of Mount Moon without encountering any rocket resistance, any patrols, nothing. It feels a little weird. Huh. Yeah, that's. 
That's worrisome. Yeah, there should have been a patrol come by, like, at some point. Also, we, like, we had a super loud Pokemon battle with a giant <laughs> yeah. flame, and no one showed up. There's mm. absolutely no sign, um, and you can't really surmise why. There's no chatter over any of the local comms that you can tap into with your crappy oh. Pokédexes. <laughs> Channel 1? Yeah, Channel you really two. don't. It's not like you have, you have complicated radio jammers, but there's just nothing. It's just kind of mm. dead and... The, Mount Moon, the entrance to Mount Moon is fairly open. Huh. I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah. I have a feeling I know what this is, and it makes me very unhappy. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, well, um, just press forward. Maybe we'll just go. Press the up button. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we just sort of approach Mount Moon. Yeah, are your Pokemon out? To can, can I can I heal my Pokemon? The ones. Yeah, that you can take time. You guys can take time to mm. yeah. to use potions and things. Okay. Anything. Um, it's just time elapses as you do this. Yeah. Right? I don't. I don't believe uh, any of mine took damage. Um, no, is he still poisoned? Uh, no, poison has worn off at this point. Okay, cool. The time in the Pokeball is reju- rejuvenative in this case. So yeah. Like, oh, but I yeah, meant I meant James <laughs> though. Yeah. He was poisoned. Oh yeah. Well, no, oh, God, no. Pokemon was poisoned. Oh, okay. he was out of the. He was out of the area. Oh, <laughs> I thought he was. I'm sorry. No, he threw his. He threw his. His um. Spiro. Right. Pokemon. The Pokemon took the hit. Right. It was, it was valiant. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really valiant. I threw it. <laughs> it was valiant on the Spiro's behalf. <laughs> That's um, how the Spiro likes to think of itself. So you you press. Into oh, I'm I'm putting my Geo dude back in the Pokeball because okay. I, I fuck getting it untangled. Yeah, <laughs> God, that was an awful idea. And you're keeping the Vulpix out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Torn after is out with after you heal well. up, um, you take a few minutes to make sure your Pokemon are okay and give them some reassuring pats on the head and whatnot. Um, and you press forward, and it's weird because basically the geography of Mount Moon. It's, it's got some, like, lower-level caverns, but it also kind of basically um, winds upwards, right? It's, just, it's a mountain, right? You're basically climbing up around. Um, and as you're climbing up, you, you see that there was excavation equipment set up. Um, but no sign of people excavating. There's, like, left equipment. There's cordoned-off areas, partially hollowed-out um, rock faces. But nobody's around. Hmm. Is there like clothing on the ground? No, no. <laughs> is everyone raptured? Yeah. <laughs> there, there are a couple of hard hats um, and just like at, like radios, pocket like uh, pocket um, communicators and stuff like that, just strewn about. Uh, it it kind of looks like whoever was here left in a hurry or was escorted away. You don't really know. There's just there appears to be. Hmm. Can you pick up one of the less shitty communicators on the ground? Sure. Sweet. I pick up two less shitty communicators. It's like a, a CB um, walkie-talkie. So yep. you have one half of walkie-talkie. Can someone else <laughs> have a walkie-talkie? Yeah, I'll pick one up. Oh, sweet walkie-talkie sense. They both, oh, we could be pals. They function. Um, you just have to get each other on each other's little frequency. You've got a functional pair of walkie-talkies. Channel 69. <laughs> yes. Channel 69. <laughs> um... Okay. Uh, yeah, there's there the the paths basically linearly pushes forward um, and it winds around the corner and basically starts going a bit deeper mm-hmm. into the mountain. Um, and so far, there's no one you can see. So you guys, what do you guys want to do? Um, 
how how well lit is this? Because it's excavation crews, like they they've got like lights yeah, kind of following the contours of the. They're basically wall lights set up. Okay. Um, and and like you know the the caged lights on the wall. Yeah. Um, with power lines coming out. Hmm. I was contemplating sending my Pidgeotto forward to see if he can like scout anything ahead, but since it's kind of just a straight path, it's not the best idea. Probably best to stay together. Um. What frequency? Sorry. What frequency were the radios on? Could I just like try to communicate with some whoever uh, might still be on the other end? You've already changed the channel on the radio. Okay, but so it's, it's long. So you were just on channel one. Okay. Yeah. Um. Hmm. As you, I, okay, I'm assuming you would strap a radio to Pidgeotto so it can hear you. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Send it ahead. It's a moving voice. Um, yeah. So what are you guys doing? Basically, it leads into a bit of a dark cavernous area that's lit but it kind of leads deeper into the mountain. Huh, okay. I guess strategically, there might not be anything else we can do other than just move forward, uh, unless anyone else has better ideas. Mm, nope. All right, well, as you guys you guys press forward, uh, again, more excavation sites, and then you come to kind of what looks like a main encampment. There's a pitched tent, um, a computer console, and, like, kind of a weird-looking device, something that just doesn't... It, it looks technological, it looks advanced, it looks like something science-y. But it's out of place. But it's out of place. Hmm. Um, and, again, there's the tent's erected, but there's no movement, no sound, nobody. What's the rough die, like, size of this science-y device? Uh, person, like, about, about like, three-quarters of, of an average person tall, so maybe, like, four foot tall, four feet tall, and, uh, two and a half feet in diameter. It's cylindrical. Cool. Kind of multifaceted, weird-looking... With knobs? Yeah, a knob-like thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, gauges and valves and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there's any gaskets. There's buttons. There's buttons there's, and it's lit. It's powered. There are buttons available for pressing. It's just kind of there. Hmm. Like little lights and, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that is the sound of science, just, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> can ghost right, with like theremin going yeah, up and down. Look around. Yeah, we should... We should uh, See if there's anything that can tell us what this is. Everybody roll intelligence, please. Oh, God. Do you know what you get? Uh, okay. Oh, God. What do we use to roll? 11. Uh, add your intelligence modifier to whatever 18. you roll. Oh, oh. damn you. Uh, 11. 11. Uh, Cassie? Five. Five. <laughs> um, so, Nikki, you are searching around the, the encampment site, and you notice kind of a smear of blood on the tent is kind of the exit like kind of towards ground level looks like fingers like someone might have been grabbing onto it and pulling backwards um and that's that's what you find that's cheery um and nothing else is out of the ordinary save for the machine i've got it they were all sucked into the machine guys <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um can we contact oak through the pokedex and be like hey What's that? Um, yeah, you can try using your Pokedex. Uh, oh, roll God. intelligence. Does anyone? Oh, that's a massive failure. She just broke her Pokedex. <laughs> <laughs> just um, like throw the Pokedex <laughs> at the machine. You pull out your Pokedex yeah. and you try to contact Professor Oak, and all you get is static. Hmm. So, can we try to use the computer in the area? Yeah, yeah, the computer's hooked up to the machine, so feel free to. I go, you know, hit buttons on the computer. I, I rolled a, a 18. On intelligence, or yeah. to use the computer. All right, so you you walk up to the computer, um, 
you can't again it's it's there's some it's not a interface you're used to whatsoever it looks very strange but you you press a few buttons mm. and this machine starts whirring like you start hearing kind of like a vu meters are going crazy dials are spinning um it, it like a loud hum as the thing power ups and right in front of you this projection happens from the machine kind of Princess holographically <laughs> as you would and you get kind of this little like do, 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 do. Music playing in the background, something something soothing, and a picture of uh, the same kind of aged Professor Elm appears in front of you holographically, and uh, and he's communicating straight to you um, without really having any awareness. It's a pre-recorded message, and he says, "Trainers, hopefully, if you have found this, you are Oak's legendary resistance fighters." Lindsay. <laughs> I am not of this time. I am Professor Elm 30 years from now, into the future. We have been overrun by Rocket. Professor Oak was unsuccessful. The resistance was was quashed. You all died horrifically. There is no hope for us. Giovanni has acquired power beyond the likes of, of anything we can imagine. And so in my last hope, my last desperation, I have sent back myself to your time with one item. I pray, I pray they didn't find it. And uh, it kind of flickers a little bit. And it says, look in the machine. If you truly are Oak's resistance, if you are Rocket, then I fear we're doomed no matter what. This is my last transmission. Professor Elm out. So, whoa. Um, so the machine just opened? Like something? No, it's just like, it's projected. Oh. It's got like doors and hinges and stuff on it. Hmm. Uh, so I rush over to the machine. All right, try to open it. Try to open it. Give me a roll, strength roll. Uh, 19. Okay. You mm. open the door. It opens for you. Dramatic <laughs> um, <laughs> smoke begins to... <laughs> As the smoke clears, you see a kind of egg-shaped item in it. Is it an egg? <laughs> <laughs> You're not quite sure. Um, and to its right is a ring. About wrist-sized. And an egg. And that's mm. all you've got to go on. None of these look familiar to you. You've seen Pokemon eggs before. You've read all the texts. Professor Oak has made you study this material. Mm -hmm. This is not an egg you're aware of. It's weird, and it's got a kind of... You get a weird feeling from it. And this ring is completely unknown to you. It's just strange. Can, can I roll to try to convince uh, Lily to put the ring on her wrist? You, you can't can. convince players with a roll. You can try and roll play it. You can tell the player. Hey, you should put that on your wrist if you're this leader. It can't harm you. Um, I, I mean, it's from Elm. Like, yeah, the likelihood that it's going to murder you horribly is probably Less, pretty low. It's not from Oak. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Um, uh, so I pick up the ring... And look at it. What does it what does it look like? Can I get anything out of looking at it? It's it's a it's a again, it's a wrist sized metal band, it's obviously some kind of bangle. 
Um, it's got some in markings on it, um, things that you just don't, like, there's no l language on it. It's just kind of marked, and there's a little inset circle on it, um, and that's about it. Okay. And the egg is basically kind of lightly colored, bit of green, but yeah, you just get a, you get a, an odd feeling from it, and that's all. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, I I I put the wristband ring thing on. Nothing happens. Okay. You huh. got a really nice ring. Yeah. You got a new ring. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was anticlimactic. Uh, were you hoping uh, that it would blow up? Wait, wait, wait! You like, let the ring on fire. Why would you? This want is to not Lord of the Rings. It will not reveal Elvish writing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I pick up the uh, egg-shaped thing. All right. Mm. I'm gonna give you one final act of figuring out what you want to do before we fade off into the next episode. Like it. <laughs> hmm. Well, if it's an egg, that that could be a Pokemon. Potentially, if, if it is an egg, yes. Or it could be an omelette. It, <laughs> We're not have, eating our last chance of salvation. I have sent back to you my finest breakfast. Giovanni must never consume it. That's part of waking up. In the world of vegetarians, a meat-based meal or a meal made from another animal could be like the difference between life and death. Or ultimate power. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm vetoing your stupid decision for not eating the egg. <laughs> oh, I say, I say yes. to Lily, uh, I'm really, I've got a really bad feeling about these items. I don't know how they interact with each other. I'm not sure what their purpose is. Um, but just as a safety precaution, we should keep those items separated until we know exactly what they are and how they work. That's probably a good idea. Mm -hmm. Give me half the egg. Give the other half the egg. <laughs> um, I can hold on to the egg. If you mm. want. I was considering taking the egg and wrapping it in the like a bed, one of my bedroll, mm -hmm. bed, be my bedroll, <laughs> or whatever, and then putting it in my bag so at least it's padded okay. and protected. Do you want to give me the the sure. wristband thing? It, uh, either way, either way. Okay. Wait, is this egg warm or is it cold to the touch? Good question. Uh, it is warm to the touch, Shoot. but you don't know if that's because it's been in the machine. Um, the thing was given off some pretty strong heat. I would suggest possibly give it to Nikki and having her uh, kerosene actually be by it to keep the heat up in case it is actually alive and doesn't die from, you know, not being heated. So you mean like to incubate it? Yes. In mm. But do we want that to hatch? If I'm not, not going to eat it, I will at least cook it. Mm. <laughs> and on that note, we fade off. The end of episode one of Pokemon 2, the Pokemoning. This mysterious ring and this message from the future. 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 The future. This has been Terrible Warriors. I was really hoping to see Professor Elm showing up naked in the ground and stand up after a big blue ball of light. What's the year? The Poke Date. Uh, yeah, so this has been episode one of Pokemon. I hope it's starting to live up to the last Pokemon campaign. I'm your GM, Julian. 
And to my right, we have... Cassie Casabella Choo Choo. Ori Faulkner, a.k.a. Mega Drive. Free Fire Starter Poison. Shane, I promise not to lick everything Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> and Justin Eacock as Professor Oak, who's currently painting everything blue. <laughs> Tune in next time to see exactly what Professor Oak has painted blue. <laughs> it's probably himself. I was going to say that. You, you, you blew yourself? Oh. God damn it, Oak. You have just listened to These Warriors Are Terrible. Did our terrible warriors succeed in saving the day? Did someone do something completely insane and stun the GM into a stupefied silence for asking if their horse had a mustache? And lastly, did someone get punched squarely in the goodie bags? Also, are there any settings or RPG adventures you would like our terrible warriors to play next? Do you have your own awesome or insane stories of your own RPG conquest or failures? Comment on this episode post. Message us on Twitter at Dice Warriors or email us at feedback at thesewarriorsareterrible.com. Until next time, geeks and gamers, the dice has been put away, the books back on the shelf, and the Cheetos stuck to the floor. For these warriors are terrible.